the railings in the spirit. Open our eyes, O oh Lord. Let us be attentive to your word, O oh Lord. And help us to decode your word, Lord, tonight. For we are praying in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Now I want you to I want you to um, use your Bibles. If you are not here, if you are here, you don't have your Bibles. Then as well just go. <laughs> Hallelujah. But tonight we're going to do something very, very important. Hallelujah. Right? If you have your notebooks and pens, you can bring it out. Now we have been we have been working on order and disorder. Right? But today we're not going to be, I will not give you papers today. Today we'll pray. Are we together? Yes, today we are dealing with generational disorders. Now, there are some people that the Lord showed me, but unfortunately some of them are not here. Right? And I know that it is part of the tactics of the enemy to disengage. But tonight we're going to look at breaking patterns of generational disorder. Breaking what? Patterns of what? Generational disorder. So like we have been looking at, now I remember the time I gave you those papers, you probably had seen some things that you answered, but as it goes on, you realize that your answer will change. You get, so what God is doing is that he's bringing clarity. Okay, clarity such that we can be able to understand what our place is. Okay, so by the time we finish today, you're going to realize some of the patterns of this order. Alright, so that we can deal with it. So today we are breaking, we are breaking, that's the word, breaking what? Patterns of generational disorder. That means that by the time we live here, there are certain things that are broken already in the realm of the spirit. Amen. That's what we are here for tonight. Amen. Are you ready for this? Amen. Okay, so let's go to, I'm going to lay certain foundations. I'm going to lay certain foundations which are very key. Some things will blow your mind today. But there are certain foundations I'm going to lay in your life. That's going to help you. So when you talk about order, the Lord, the Lord is now teaching me about order in so many ways. So there's order in worship. That's another whole section. Hallelujah. The way people have been worshipping in the house of the Lord, we're going to, we need to look at the order that is there. And we need to get this. Hallelujah. So now consequently, when we bring me a minister, you know, we're working a lot of things alongside other ministers and we see where God takes us. So let's go to Psalms 119 verse 133. 119. Verse 133. I need by this time you should be able to know the scripture, right? Order my steps in thy word, right? Yeah. And let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Hallelujah. Amen. So when our steps are ordered, iniquity, sin does not have dominion over us. Now we understood that where there is sin, it creates generational what? Disorder. Alright? So a disorder in your life today can create generational disorder. So I'm going to tackle that tonight. We're going to look at things that were created generationally and then the disorder affected the future generation. So there are certain things if you don't break now, your children, if Christ tells your children will also go to another watchman at their time to deal with certain things. If you don't deal with certain things now, and I want you to be very wild and very serious in the spirit. This particular day, especially this year, I told you it's a year of settlement. So you know the attitude and the and, 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 and the mood you should be in is in a mood to what? To disengage and to nullify. You cannot be quiet, you cannot be silent in this year. Do you hear what I said? Because the, the higher the promise, the higher the warfare. Your warfare is your warfare is equivalent to the promise. 
end of the week. So we're going to learn about patterns. So patterns in the bloodline are good. Some are good and some are evil. But tonight we are disengaging patterns of this order. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 38. Now, we're going to be reading a lot, Abiyah, so I would like you to be reading Isaiah 38. This is a scripture that we have been knowing, but tonight God is going to give us revelation. Right? Isaiah. So, Abiyah, just read from one. What, what, what version are you having? Um, Can you use King James? Yes. Is it possible? Yeah. Okay, please. Use King James version. Isaiah chapter 38, verse 1. Yeah. Just keep, just keep on reading. I'll tell you to stop. Isaiah chapter 38, verse 1. Yeah. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. Okay. And Isaiah the prophet, the prophet, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Okay, stop there. So set your house in what? Order. That means that there was disorder in the house. Agree? Yeah. Right? So he came to say what? Set your house in order. That means that there was disorder in the house. Go on, Abiyah. Then Hezekiah turned his face towards the wall and prayed unto the Lord mm. and said, mm. Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I have walked before thee in truth mm. and with perfect heart mm. and have done that which is good in thy sight. Mm -hmm. And Hezekiah wept sore. Mm. Then came the word of the Lord to Isaiah, saying, mm. Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, the Lord, the God of David thy father, my God, I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thee fifteen years. Alright, stop there. So, God told him, set your house in order, or else you will die. So, death, what happens to this order? Death, that's the end result. Yeah. Set your house in order, or else you, you will die. What does he do? He turns to God and prays. God hears. So, we have been praying. God has heard. Are we hearing? Yeah. So, the prayer, now what happens? Have we go next? And I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. Okay, stop. So the first thing, deliverance. Also deliverance. Deliverance. I will deliver. So the prayer of orderliness, bringing orderliness, brings deliverance. Amen. So certain things in, in your life that you see are not right. The moment you start putting your house and your life in order, the first thing that happens is deliverance. Go on, Abiyah. And this shall be a sign unto thee from the Lord, mm. that the Lord will do this thing that he had spoken. Mm. Behold, I will bring again the shadow of the degrees, okay. which is gone down in the sundial of Ahaz, mm -hmm. ten degrees backward. Okay. So the sun returned ten degrees by which degree it was gone okay, down. Stop. So now God is telling you what he's going to do when you have brought this order. So the first thing I will deliver, right? Secondly, I will what? Return. Return. Bring them the shadow of the degrees. Degrees is talking about timing and days. Mm. So it means I'm going to bring back the time mm. that was lost. <laughs> Are we following me? So now, not only will I deliver you, but I'm going to return the time. That means that lost times, lost years, lost things that you have missed, I am going to bring it down because you have brought order in your house. Amen. 
This is what the Lord is saying. I'm going to bring back the time. So you might be listening to me and thinking, I have missed timing. I have lost timing, but I'm here. God is saying that He's going to bring back the degrees. Are you seeing? Have you God? The writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, this is verse 9. Yes. When he had been sick and was recovered of his sickness, mm. I said in the cutting of my days, mm. I shall go to the gate of the grave. I am deprived of the, of the residue of my years. I said, mm. I shall not see the Lord, even the Lord in the land of the living. Okay. Now, so we see what God has done. Deliverance. Turning back time. Restoration. And then he was sick and now he was healed. Healings. There are many diseases in the world today. The moment people come into order, they will be healed. Are you together? The moment their life is in order, they will be healed. Because immediately when order comes back, salvation and deliverance, restoration of time, and healing. Now let's go to 39. So now order is in the house. One pattern we're going to look at tonight. One pattern. So order is in the house. Look at what he says in 39. 39.1, yes. Yes. At that time, Merodablahan, yes. the son of Baladan, hmm. king of Babylon. Stop there. King of where? Babylon. King of where? Babylon. Where is Babylon? Disorder. Disorder. In a place of disorder. So immediately after he has brought order into his life, next verse, right? King of what? Babylon. Uh -huh. Sent letters and a present to Hezekiah. My God. For he had heard that he had been sick and was recovered. Hmm. And Hezekiah was glad of them and showed them the house of his precious things. My God. The silver and the gold and the hmm. spices and the precious ointment and all that the house of his armor. Okay, stop. Now, Hezekiah is now showing them what? The gold, the silver. Now, all these things he's showing came as a result of the order that he has brought to the house. So he's now showing the king of what? Babylon. Who is from a place of earth. Babylon is a place of disorder. Okay? Now have you go on to the verse 3. Then came Hezekiah the prophet unto king Hezekiah. Then, then, came Isaiah. then came Isaiah the prophet unto king Hezekiah and said unto him, hmm. What said these men? Uh -huh. And from whence came, unto, came they unto thee? Hey, stop there. Be very careful from today. Be very careful. The pattern of this order one is the pattern whereby you create order and after a short while, this order comes again. All of a pattern. Pattern. All of a pattern. So if you look around in this country, look at the believers. There are people that for a time, they call unto God for a life of order. But after a short while, people come from places of disorder into their order. So now Isaiah has to come again in 39. We have stopped in 38 as a church. We did not go to 39. But in 39, God sent Isaiah to him, saying, What are these men from this what? From this place of disorder. So I will go on verse 3. And Hezekiah said, They are come from a far country unto me, mm. even from Babylon. Hey, stop there. Be very careful of Babylon. Mm. Be very, listen to me. When God settles you and God brings order in your house, be very careful from ba of Babylon. Babylons will come as musicians. Babylon will come as friends. Babylon will come as business partners. Mm. 
Babylon are going to come. I'm here to announce you, Babylon will come mm. to your place of order. Mm. God. Then said he, what, they, what have they seen in thy house? Hey. And Hezekiah answered, all that is in mine house have they seen. Hmm. There is nothing among my treasures that I have not showed them. Then said Isaiah unto Hezekiah, wow. Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Hey. Behold, the days come that all that is in thine house and that which thine fathers have laid up in store until this day shall be carried unto Babylon. Hey. Nothing shall be left. Thus said the Lord. Wow. So the gold he was showing the Babylonians, the riches, the wealth he was showing them, the wealth he was showing them, the, the life, look at what God has done to me, the testimonies he was giving. I said everything that God had given him, that he had restored, the settlement and the restoration. Isaiah said that it shall be taking all of it from the house. <laughs> so this order, God only kills you. It takes everything you owe. Okay, go on. And of thy sons that shall issue from thee, my God, which thou shalt beget, shall they take away and they, and they shall be eunuchs in the place in the palace of the king of babylon stop there so what led to slavery and captivity was a disorder created by hezekiah so he has created a generational disorder that means that the disorder he created in one instance was not just for him it had to affect generation. He said, so the student you will beget oh shall be eunuchs. They shall be unproductive because eunuchs are people that they are castrated. They cannot erect. Mm. So now, Abiyah, look at what happens. Go on, Abiyah, let's see what happens. Then said Hezekiah to Isaiah, okay, good is the word of the Lord. Stop there. What, what verse are you? Eight. Now, listen, listen to Hezekiah. Listen to Hezekiah. Listen, listen. You can't this thing. Abiyah, go on. Isaiah, yeah. good is the word of the Lord which yes. thou hast spoken. Very good. He said, moreover, yeah. for there shall be peace and truth in my days. So what is he saying? He said, oh, well, thank God, it's a good word because as far as I'm concerned, God has given me 15 years and is good in my days. Mm. What he said is that he does, I am, he does not care about what will happen in the future. He is not concerned about what is going to happen in his future. His, his only concern is that peace is happening in his days. They are setting this generational disorder that were created knowingly by certain members of our families, our ancestors, and they knew the consequences, but they did not care. Because as far as they are concerned, it is in their days. Today we are dealing with generational disorders. Read another version. He said, oh, it's, "It's okay. It's a good thing. Good is the word. How can a prophecy like that you say good is the word? Mm. Because in the first instance, when the prophet came, you said hey, you turn to God and you pray. Why this time do you need to turn to God and pray? Why for your children? 
there are many people, they are, they, 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 our ancestors, most of them, they were evil and wicked. They, they did things deliberately without bearing the consequences. So he says, good is the word. Have you ever read that scripture before? Good is the word that you have said. As long as there's peace in my days. That means that there are generational time-sensitive disorders that happen in the life of a person. That's, that's the first pattern. Have you seen the pattern? Now let's go. Today we will look at patterns. Are you ready? Let's go to Genesis chapter 9. So let's deal with it. The first one we have finished is Hezekiah. Listen. There are certain things that happen that did not happen in a generation. That was waiting to happen in a generation. Tonight we'll deal with that. That is why a man can, if, if your mom or your parent tell you, you begin go see her. They are not saying, if they say to you, your child will see, that cost is not on you. It's on what? Your child. So you will be living happily. And you'll be thinking that everything is going to be alright. But a word has gone that is a time sensitive or so. He's talking about you. They'll be thinking as Enoch. And he said it's good. Most of us are living our life like that. Now. Now. We, are, we don't care about our generations. We are just Hezekiah. Let's go to Genesis chapter 9. I'm going to, we're going to look at another pattern again. Then after that we'll go to Abraham. Then we'll, we'll go to prayer. We'll disengage and dislodge. I like it, I like it, I like it. Are you ready tonight? Genesis 9. Genesis chapter 9. Let's go to Genesis chapter 9. Let's start from verse 1. I'm going to show you something. And God blessed Noah and his sons, okay, and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Okay, just put your hands on your head. Say, Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Multiply. Multiply. And replenish the earth. And replenish the earth. So, God, listen to this. I'm going to correct a disease that has been going about by Africa. But tonight it will be corrected. Amen. So, the first thing, God bless. And whom God bless, no man curse. Whom God bless, no man curse. Are we together? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So God bless Noah and his sons. Who were his sons? We know the three sons, right? Okay, now I mean go down to go down to seven again. To seven. Yep. And you be fruitful. And multiply, okay. bring forth abundantly mm -hmm. in the earth, and multiply therein. Okay, now go to 18. Now listen to the sons of Noah, whom God blessed. Listen to the sons. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark mm -hmm. were Shem, so Shem, Ham, Ham, and Japheth. And Japheth. Okay, continue. And Ham is the father of Canaan. Stop there. And Ham is the father of what? Canaan. Canaan. So who were the sons? Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Who were the sons? Shem, Ham, and Japheth. That God blessed in verse 1. Now let's go to a disorder that was created in verse 10. No, let's go. No, not verse 10. Sorry. Now let's go to 20. 9 verse 20. Now don't forget that. Now don't forget that Noah got drunk as we know. He, he, he got drunk not outside in his tent. Pay attention. He was not drunk 
outside of going to see him. He was naked. I don't, are you not naked in your own house? Yes. So let's go to verse what? What did I tell you? 20. 20. Look at what he says. And Noah began to be an husband man. Okay? And he planted an, a vineyard. Okay? And drank of the wine. Mm -hmm. And was drunken. Okay? And he was uncovered within his tent. Within his what? Tent. In his house. Okay? And Ham, the father of Canaan. Okay? Saw his nakedness. Now, they, say, they say Ham, the father of Canaan. Now, you notice the first time he says Ham was the father of Canaan. Mm -hmm. Now, Ham, the father of Canaan. Okay, go on up here. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father mm. and told his two brethren without. Okay. And Shem and Japheth took a garment mm. and laid it upon both their shoulders mm. and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father. And their faces were backward and mm. they saw not their father's nakedness. Okay. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him. Okay. And he said, Cursed be Canaan. Stop. Ham, Shem, and what? Japheth. Japheth. God bless them. That's why Noah cannot cause them. Hmm. Hmm. People are preaching. Ham was caused. Ham was caused. Ham was not caused. Now, Ham, I'm going to explain something. I'm going to say something. I follow you. All of you say, all of you say order. Order. God has an order.
Africa is not cost. I was in Kigali, Rwanda. I tell you, Africa is not cost. I mean, Kigali in Rwanda, they had more bloodshed in 1994, blood all over the place. Sierra Leone had war. People are saying Sierra Leone has issues. Listen, in Kigali today, also kill people. But come and see the development because of order. There is a blessing on Africa. There is a blessing on Africa. Oh, yeah. Do not be deceived by what you see around. You've got to hold on to the promise. Oh, yeah. God bypassed Bush. And he went to Canaan. Canaan is the third generation. Canaanites. What did he say? And the sons of Ham, Cush and Mizram and Phut and Canaan. Okay. And the sons of Cush. Mm. Seba, mm -hmm. Havila, yes. and Sabta, mm. and Rama, and Sabteka, okay. and the sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan, verse 8, and Cush, the god mm. Nimrod. Mm. 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 Yeah. And what? He began to be a mighty one in the earth. I declare tonight, I declare tonight, whoever told you that Africa is cursed, I am here to announce to you that Africa is not cursed. Mm. God bypassed and went to Canaan. Mm. Now, this pattern of this order is when a disorder is placed to a specific generation. So, so Canaan is the third generation. Right? So, he bypassed first generation, bypassed second. You see, let me tell you something. You might look at your father, you might not see certain things that happened in his life, but it's just waiting. Like a time bomb to come on a generation. But tonight, we disengage. Oh, yes. Hey, oh, yes. we invalidate. Oh, yes. Hey, I said we invalidate. Amen. We pull down. Amen. Every time sensitive curse. curse or time sensitive curse that has been put to a generation is not my generation because the Lord has blessed me. Are you seeing something? Yeah. So when people say harm was caused, Ham cannot be caused because God blessed them. So when you are blessing, when you people are saying, I'm caused, I'm caused, I'm caused, I'm caused, I'm caused, I say, hey God, if only you know who you are. Hallelujah. So we have seen the pattern that came generational. So we can see that from these two instances that generational disorder happens. Now let's go to the last one. Abraham. Oh my God. Hey. Abraham Genesis chapter 12 <laughs> I feel I feel strongly so strongly right that certain people are being liberated amen yes Genesis chapter 12 11 to 13 Genesis 12 11 okay and it came to pass mm -hmm. when he was come near to That's enter Abraham. into Egypt, okay. that he said unto Sarah, mm -hmm. his wife, mm -hmm. Behold, mm -hmm. now I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. All right. Therefore it shall come to pass. Mm -hmm. When the Egyptians shall see thee, mm -hmm. that they shall say, mm -hmm. This is his wife, mm -hmm. and they will kill me. Okay. But they will save thee alive. Mm -hmm. Say, I pray thee, that thou art my sister, mm -hmm. and it may be well with me for thy sake, okay. and my soul shall live because of thee. Okay. So Abraham is, is, is negotiating, negotiating in this order. Abraham! 
Abraham, the father of faith. Who is Abraham? Who is Abraham? He lied. What was the lie? She's my sister. Because one, she was fair. All of you say fair. fair. I'm going to show you something. Say she was fair. She was fair. She was fair. And she was beautiful. Let's go to Isaac. Genesis 26 verse 7. Let me tell you. Let's go to Genesis chapter 26 verse 7. Don't worry, just take your time. Are you there? Genesis chapter 26 verse 7. Okay. And the men of the palace asked him of his wife. That's Isaac. And he said, she is my sister. Stop there. She was fair. Stop that. She was what? She was fair. My God, my God. Fair. I'm going. I'm, I'm, I'm going to deal with some things tonight. I will have a man conference. There are three things that for men. I'm telling deep. I was deep things for for men. It's going to blow your mind tonight. So Genesis 27 verse 36. Don't read that one. Jacob also liked his father Isaac. Oh boy. First generation lie. Second generation lie. Third generational life. At the time Abraham married Sarah, Isaac was not born, right? Mm. Isaac did not choose a wife, but Abraham sent a servant. The servant chose a wife mm. just like the mother. The mother. He chose a fair lady. All of you say fair. Fair. All of you say fair. Fair. We are coming. <laughs> now listen. We see that even Jacob, his children also lied to him. We have. Where is Joseph? What do they say? Hmm. He was killed by what? Oh boy, do you remember? Oh my God. First generational disorder, second generation disorder, third generation disorder, fourth generation disorder, lies. So all of you say bloodline. Bloodline. Say bloodline. Bloodline. They are setting disorders in, in bloodlines that are waiting to find expression at a particular time. In a particular season, you cannot deal that bloodline, that 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 disorder by counseling. Hmm. Matter of somebody, that's why we call the marital counseling. There's more problem in divorce. There's more breakups. There's more trouble because the Bible says that if you want to, if you prune a tree, it grows much. It grows stronger. If you cut a branch, it will grow. How many of you have seen that when you cut a tree, it springs up forth more? So you don't tame certain things. You deal with from the root. together. Now, Abraham's bloodline, the first thing about their, their, their bloodline, Abiy, they were attracted to fair women. That's number one. <laughs> it doesn't matter how good you look as a lady or how good you have been trying to be. If you are not the kind of woman in the bloodline of the, the, the men, they won't come to you. Are you what I'm saying? Now, they are saying this in the blood as men. This is for men. I will just cut it and go. I mean, 
the, the type of woman you like is in your blood. It's not peculiar to you. It's in the blood. When the man likes this kind of woman, he says, I like this kind of woman. It's not only him. Where has the father the same thing? The girl like the same thing. I don't say bloodline. Bloodline. So now listen. Oh God, this thing. <laughs> Genesis 29, 11. Let me show you that Jacob, 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 now Jacob married, he wanted to marry what? Now many people, now listen to this people. Many people, many men, when they, I mean, when they marry, eh, they, because of certain circumstances, they marry the person that is not, they marry the woman that is not the kind of woman in their bloodline. So that will eventually lead to what? To cheating. So cheating is not, you cannot stop cheating by counseling. Genesis 29:11. Yes. And Jacob kissed Rachel mm. and lifted up his voice and wept. Stop that. What will make a brother kiss a lady and start crying? <laughs> Must be love. <laughs> Can you imagine kissing a lady and crying? What was made? What made him kiss? Rachel and started to cry. You know what? <laughs> when he kissed Rachel, when he saw Rachel. It reminded him of his mom. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going somewhere. <laughs> but let's go, let's go, let me, let me, let me, my father. It's a couple who have a man something for him. This one is not for the ladies. Oh my God, let me not release some bomb here. I don't know about you. I'm a firstborn. 
matter. <laughs> All their firstborns had serious challenges and difficulties that couldn't make it to their inheritance. Let's look at it. First, first Abraham's firstborn, according to the flesh, who was who? Who was who? Ishmael. Ishmael. He don't have the inheritance. Isaac, firstborn, did not what? Make it to their inheritance. Who was Isaac's firstborn? Esau. Are you following? All of a sudden, it's order. It's order. They tell Jacob's firstborn, Reuben, didn't make it. It was the last one. Oh my God, don't label so tight. Label, say, hey, listen, tonight we are entering into the womb of time. We are going tonight into time. We are entering into the wombs right now. And we are realigning. Oh my God, have mercy, God. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Joseph's children, Ephraim and Manasseh, the firstborn, did not make their inheritance. Are you with me? The firstborn of Jesse didn't make it with their inheritance. The firstborn of Jesse was standing, was tall, was, was big, but he was fit. But, but, but when he came, so someone said, someone said, no, listen, I've seen seven children. My God, I cannot anoint. I have, it looks like I've seen the king. It looks like I've seen the firstborn. He's looking all right. God says, no, no, no. He's not part of my cabal's fire. Oh, my God. Tonight, whatever is in the bloodline, whatever is your pattern in your life, I wish I could talk to 2,000 people right now in this country. When it is time for your next level, they said no, 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 no. Why? Then they go to your younger brother. Then they go to your younger sister. Then they take your boss. Then doors begin to open. Then favor comes away. I want to tell you, it's in the bloodline. But the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Carbon Sire. So the firstborn of Jesse, no. And I thought that David. With all the psalms he wrote to exempt him. Mm-hmm. The first one of David, Absalom didn't make it. His rightful son by marriage. No. It was another woman. I'm a Listen, listen, this one eh, will be very wide in the spirit. When you are coming here, listen, when you are coming here, just put up a, a, a mood of egg alone. You gotta be very wild. This year, this year is your year of settlement. Hey, listen to me. This year we are here. We are disengaging and dislodging. Hey, come on, say. Come here preparing. So it had to take a child from an outside. So we see this pattern. All their firstborns, they miss the inheritance. You all missed it. Tonight I pray for the firstborn that there will be a rearrangement of what took place in the womb. And if you read this book, most of the time when they were in the womb, they were fighting. You see? In the womb there was fighting. Someone to come out first. Why? Why? Because a disorder is in the pattern. So from fourth generation down. Hey, may no so Mose. Another pattern of disorder in their bloodline. All of say Abraham. Abraham. Let me tell you, you can't be glorious and still have certain things in your bloodline. You gotta deal with it. 
You got to what? Deal with it. Deal with it. <laughs> oh my God. God was showing me certain people. God was showing me certain disorders and certain people's family, but most of them are not here tonight. Next week, my boss gate might be a, a half night. Get ready. Do you hear what I said? Yeah. Hey! I said this year is your year of settlement and restoration. Amen. Yes. Yes. Now, this other pattern. Look at what it says. Another pattern of this order in their bloodline. They married a particular woman and all their wives were barren. Their wives were what? Barren. In this bloodline. Look at it. Abraham married Sarah 25 years. No child. Married Rebecca, 20 years. Jacob married Leah and Rachel. Rachel was married, no child, for some, a long time. Whatever pattern, mm. I would say pattern, 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 pattern. of disorder. Another pattern in their bloodline, this is very important, is that the king players had extramarital affairs. They had what? Extramarital affairs. Starting from now, you have got to be very sensitive. Starting from Abraham, mm. Abraham was manipulated against again. Do you know what? If you have a pattern in it, there's one in your bloodline. The devil will use even your wife to manipulate you so that you can conform to the pattern. Mm. So, God, I wish I could speak to men. God can use your wife, who is very nice, who is very smiling and have no problem, to vex you in such a way that you leave your house to do this order. So they can conform to the pattern. So, so Sarai manipulated Abraham to such a way that to conform to a pattern of his order. <laughs> you got to be careful when people are pushing you. Listen to me, somebody. Listen to me, somebody. Listen to me, somebody. Let me tell you something. The Bible says, I mean, you know something. The Bible says that Moses was the meekest man on earth. Oh, yeah. Why did the Bible tell me that? The biggest one of them, that means that David, Moses was not somebody who was angry. Hmm. Moses will be telling God, No God, you cannot kill these people. Kill me instead. Kill me instead. You cannot kill them. He looked like a negotiator. Hmm. But when his time came to enter the promised land, there was some anger from somewhere. Hmm. Hey, something. The, weak, the weakest man on earth now becomes the most angry man. On earth, what do you call that when he is looking at the promised land mm. about to enter? I declare, whatever, whatever, whatever is finding expression. Don't listen to me, somebody. Oh my God! The biggest man on earth. Why did God? Why did the Bible tell you that he's the most biggest man on earth? And he was so angry, he took the rod and smashed it. That was not Moses. That was no Moses. That was no Moses. So where did it come from? You have got to be careful. I want today I was just I don't be today. I go to my house and said, God, do you know something? Many years ago, I was shared this to my that accident I have. That's why I tell people, you can see a wife, a woman is very beautiful, she's, she's okay, but she can be used. If you don't understand the rules of engagement, she will use you and fetch you to a place. That's why you have to be very careful in this year. Those that are going to make you angry. So, certain anger, don't be angry. Just see that it's a device. It's a device. Oh, it's a device. Device to get you angry, to get you vexed, so that you can conform to the pattern of the disorder. 
many years ago, a lady told me she had a dream. She told me, Daniel, I saw you in an accident. And I said to her, Oh, accident? I said, Oh, the Lord will take care of it. On that day, I was driving a bus with my mom and with some kids in the car. I was going to drop them home. You know what happened that day, Juliet? Nice day. Maybe you know, have you seen me angry before? You know, I dated a girl, she told me, I've never seen you angry. I'm, I'm, I'm somebody who least get angry, like Bob. And then we are going. We don't even up to 100 meters away from the school. My mother said, Oh, where is this child? She's not in the car. I said, Who is that? I said, Okay, mom said, Look, Daniel, please let's go and let's go back and take the child. I got angry. I could not explain. I said, What is that? I said, Oh. Let's go to verse 27. Let's go to 26. 
26. Yes. And Judah acknowledged them and said, She had been more righteous than I, mm. because that I gave her not to sell her, my son, mm -hmm. and he knew her again no more. Mm. And it came to pass in the time of her travail, that behold, twins were in her womb. Mm. And it came to pass, when she travailed, that the one put out his hand, mm. and the midwife took and bound upon his hand a scarlet thread, saying, This came out first. And it came to pass, as he drew back his hand, that behold, his brother came out. Mm. And she said, How hast thou broken forth? This breach be upon thee. Therefore his name was called Pharez. Okay. Now, now, are you following? Are you following? If you go home, read that whole 38. Read that whole 38. You are going to see how Judah created this order. And Judah's children, out of Judah was supposed to be, you see the tribe of Judah, out of Judah was supposed to be the king. Are you following? Out of Judah's tribe was supposed to be the king. But now let me show you something. Abiy, read Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 2. Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 2. Hmm. A bastard shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord, even unto his tenth generation. Stop there. You, I mean, the Lord was dealing with it. I saw many people there. They, are, they, are, they were born out of wedlock. Hmm. Look, some people, they think that they were born in wedlock, but they were born before marriage. Hmm. In the realm of the spirit. So, read it again, I'll show you something. A bastard shall not enter into the congregation of the Lord, uh -huh. even unto his tenth generation. All of us say tenth generation. Tenth generation. So, that order, that is order, creates what? Tenth generation now. Let's go to Matthew chapter 1. <laughs> you know I love this thing. I mean, you still read now Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1 verse. Let's start from verse 1. This, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, mm -hmm. and Isaac begat Jacob, mm -hmm. and Jacob begat Judas, okay. his brethren. Right? And Judas begat Perez, mm -hmm. and Zara of Tamar, okay. and Perez begat Esron, All right. and Esron begat, begat Aram, All right. and Aram begat Abinadab. Okay. And Aminadab begat Nason, mm -hmm. and Nason begat Salmon, mm -hmm. and Salmon begat Booz of Raka, right. and Booz begat Obed of Ruth, All right. and Obed begat Jesse, okay. and Jesse begat David the king, and David the king begat Solomon of Ha. Okay. Stop there. Now, what do you say, Daniel? What are you saying? I don't think I did that. I wasn't it. I mean, no, go back to verse 3. Now, are you, are you with me? Are you flowing? Right? Yes. So let's count. Abiyah, start from verse Judah. Uh -huh. And Judas begat Perez. One. And Zara of Tamar. Okay. And Perez begat Esron. Two. And Esron begat Aram. Three. And Aram begat Aminadab. Four. And Aminadab begat Nason. Five. And Nason begat Salmon. Six. And Salmon begat Booz. Seven. Of Rakab. And Booz begat Obed of Ruth. Eight. And Obed begat Jesse. Nine. And Jesse begat David the king. And David the king begat ten. Solomon. No, 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 no. And David and, and, and Jesse begat David. It's ten. Ten generations mm. from Judah mm. to David. So on that time, none of them would become a king until it came to the tenth generation. Tonight, whatever 
his order. It created 10 generations. And if you count from Judah till David, it is exactly 10 generations. How shall this order? Hmm. So now what must we do? Now we are going to pray. The first thing we must do, we are going to repent on behalf of those who created this order and organization in our bloodline. All of us say, repent. Prayer, prayer, that's what we call intercession. Right? God Abraham, right? If I find five people, like he was negotiating, Abraham had to intercede. So I don't first thing we're going to do what? We're going to repent. We're going to do something tonight. That was never done. All of this, all of this smile. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. We're going to repent on behalf of those that created. So there was this order. There has been this order. I mean, so from now on, I, you can realize that if you look at your, your questionnaire that you feel, when they ask another question, sometimes you are not here. Right? That most of you, right? By God's grace, next week, we will pray about certain things. Two, we're going to ask God from all of say mercy. Mercy. Mercy is exemption from judgment. Mercy. All of say mercy. Mercy. Now, the third thing we're going to do every door open legally. Giving the devil access must be closed tonight. And then we're going to bind the familiar spirits of the bloodline. Listen to me, somebody. Setting disorders. There are certain people you know who behave like women. They are men. It's a disorder. When people are confused about their gender, it's disorder. Be on your feet right now. <laughs> now, we're going to pray. We're going to repent. I ask you to be okay. Come on, if you did not bring your, 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 your pictures of your parents, it's fine. Most of you forgot. Next week, bring it. Hallelujah. Now, now I want you to now this time, please. I want you to pray. If you want to use mic, use mic. If you feel you need volume, use volume, use mic. But I want us tonight. Listen, what are we doing tonight? Remember Hezekiah, we pray. What we are doing tonight, Abiyah. Is to enter into the heavens and to do certain things on behalf of the bloodline. Alright? We're going to pray tonight. I'm going to leave you to a prayer. When I speak, you speak after me. They say, Master, this is how to pray. The prayer that we know is only always sometimes there are prayers that will respond to the leader. Alright? So when I say certain things, you say it with power. We're going to pray a prayer of repentance right now. Hallelujah. We're going to pray a prayer of repentance. Lift up your hand and we're going to pray. Say, Father Lord. I remove every filthy garment, Father Lord. Father Lord, I remove every filthy from my life. Any spiritual garment, any evil garment that will hinder my prayers tonight, by the blood of Jesus, may it be wiped off. May it be wiped off. In the name of Jesus, I soak myself with the blood of Jesus. Heavenly Father, raise up your right hand. Raise up your right hand. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I position myself through the blood of Jesus. I position myself through the blood of Jesus. In the heavens. In the heavens. In the true room perspective. In the throne perspective. To represent my bloodline. To represent my bloodline. I repent on the behalf of my ancestors. I repent on behalf of my ancestors. I repent on behalf of my ancestors. I repent on behalf of my ancestors. Myself. Myself. Directly or indirectly. Directly or indirectly. For anything that was done. Spirits, a legal entry point, a legal entry point into my bloodline. Into 
into my bloodline. I repent of it. I repent of it. And I bring it to closure in the name of Jesus. Closure in the name of Jesus. I seal the legal entry point. I seal the legal entry point in my bloodline. In my bloodline. I close every opening. I close every open. And every and every door. And every door. The enemy has to attack. The enemy has to attack. To accuse. To accuse. To sabotage. To sabotage. To undermine. To undermine. To hinder me from going.
Sophia. Listen, we're going to pray. Hey, my God, next week, I'm like, today, listen to me, listen to me. You are going to stand in the gap. Hallelujah. Listen, tonight, 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 any satanic injunction that will place on your bloodline against the firstborn and against your life, against the prosperity of your bloodline, and doesn't allow for you tonight to prominence today, by the authority of Jesus Christ, we overtake Listen, we're going to pray every sentence. How is this sentence? Say sentence. Say injunction. Now in the realm of the spirit, any injunction that is holy in my bloodline, listen to me. That is in the first, second generation, third generation, and is flowing down into my bloodline. Tonight I declare every injunction in my bloodline, every injunction that is fighting against the prosperity of my family, of my bloodline, tonight, 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 by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the authority of Jesus, Golden scepter, symbol of authority, and, and handed it to what? Esther. So this is what Esther did. Uh-huh. 
Go ahead here. So Esther arose and stood before the king and said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seemed right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman, the son of Hamadiah, the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews. Okay. Which are in all the king's provinces. What did you hear? Esther, what did she say? To what? To what? To override. To re reverse. reverse. Oh, did you see the verse there? Yes, sir. Did you see the verse? Whenever power, that power, Jesus Christ said, all power in heaven and on earth, he's been given unto me. <laughs> Jesus will not declare and break over you. He has you. He says, now all the power in heaven and on earth, now you mm. it's the same thing that happened to Esther. <laughs> so listen, <laughs> that right there was a shadow of what was to come. Because God was God was going to dispossess the devil and take the power and save all power in heaven and on earth is given unto me. Now, whatever you... Mm. So the king did not cancel or reverse. Esther did. It was Esther. I prayed for about 50 women in Gambia. Oh! oh that was there my spot. Oh! Oh my God. Listen, listen. Whenever power, have you listened? Whenever power comes into your hand, it's not for you to take power. It's not for you to, to swing arms. Anytime God's power comes upon your life, it is to reverse. What did I hear? What? Whenever power. Uh, hey, hey. Mommy God, whenever you get some power as you're praying, whenever you feel some presence, God will say, Oh my God, if the Lord is here, oh. begin to reverse. At that point, begin to cancel. Oh. Begin to overturn. Begin to overrule. At that time, time to let. When you feel some power, begin to. Hey, my God. When power is given to you, when power is handed over to you, then let us, then let us tonight, whatever letter in the realm of the spirit. I was keeping this for next week, but it came right now. Whatever letters, whatever letters that are created in the realm of the spirit against me, against my brother tonight, we invalidate. I say we reverse. By the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. So now, when God has, God has said, Christ has said, I have handed you the power. And you need the power to cancel things. Because without that golden scepter, you cannot reverse things. So when it comes in your hand, don't sit down and act cute. You see the problem here? Some people, they say, we have power, we have power. And they are still there. They are not reversed the letters. They are not reversed the letters. So he's still there. He said, hey, hello, say, today a favor. If it pleases me, I have found favor. Hey, I am holding something of power. I am holding something that hey, can I have a Hold this right now, hold this right now. Begin to declare right now. I declare, I declare. Jesus, right now, I the power of God.
this mic becomes that I declare your power to come upon this mic right now. Years ago, it's not correct in that way. Or your mother, you say that right now, your mother is quiet a lot of times. 
and you are wondering why you think you are old except it was as when the blessed, the Bible says that they heard in Genesis chapter 3, they heard the voice and they knew he was there. This voice is not always going to be in the garden of Eden. I am telling you, I am here in this country for a reason. When my time is up, <laughs> but while you are here, make hay. Make hay. Make hay. Make hay. Don't be too familiar with me. Don't. Don't be too familiar. I am here for a season. The prophetic mandate of my life is liberating people. Those that are close, you might miss it. But tap into what God is doing. I wrote to them, they are not doing anything today. Because in the realm of the spirit, I am seeing, they are not doing anything at all. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is a tap. Listen. There are things that can rise to vex next week, Friday. Next week, Friday, by the mercy of God, it will be a half night from 9 to about 12. Listen to me, don't worry about going home. I will provide transport for you to go home. I will provide taxi, the taxi will stop you at your house. We are in the city of Javier. This voice will not be here. The Bible said Zacharias was a priest. When the angel came, he silenced his voice. So Zacharias' voice was quiet. He was deaf. Priestly anointing was quiet. God raised a prophet, John. Behold, he was a voice that cried loud. The voice was a loud voice. And what was the voice was saying? Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. That was the voice. The voice was putting repent, repent, repent. Jesus Christ came. But Jesus Christ was quiet because there was a voice. Listen to this somebody. Oh God. Ministries, eh, they move by voices. I mean, I don't listen. When a voice is speaking in the realm of the spirit, Jesus did not start his ministry until John the Baptist's voice was put in prison. Then he started his ministry. That goes to say that there are certain assignments. That God has has in stock of people, his people, and he has raised certain voice at certain times. So when you miss Zacharias, you miss John, you miss Jesus, and you miss Peter. Do you remember that the Jews they missed it? He came unto his very own, but his own received it. But as many, there was a voice, there was a voice. This voice you are hearing on Friday, everything you will hear on Friday, you might get tired of this voice, but it, you will not hear it very soon. Much. That's why some people, when their voice is quiet in your life, it should be very troubled. When certain voices are not speaking in your life, you think it's freedom. That's what I thought many years ago. It was freedom. It was disorder. There's a certain voice, the voice of the man of God. I speak and I say to people, come, businessmen, Christian businessmen, get them here. People that, are about to, people that are about to hit their greatest peaks in business, there are certain things that would set to come at a certain particular time to dispossess you of that inheritance. But listen to me. I said, listen to me. This year is a very strategic year. Hey, somebody was telling me that this is going to happen. And I, I was not scared. I told the person, listen. One of the girls came here. He went somewhere. 
Can I, she said the prophet told her that she's going to die on March 20, 1924. I told her, I told her, you don't know who is the voice you are hearing. And I told her, I said, listen, go and tell her. And she was troubled. What should I do? I said, what should you do? Reverse. I told her, I am telling you, you came last time when we prayed. The prayers we prayed here, no death will happen to you. She's still alive. Take for granted. You may take for granted, but it's a voice. When God wants to have an agenda in history, He raises a voice. Yeah. That is why ministry cannot move a man from ministry. You cannot move a man from ministry. When you talk about the cloud of witnesses, it's, it's not angels, it's people. You cannot move a man from ministry. So when God raises a voice, it's for a reason. Align yourself in that voice. See tonight. How God has brought revelation and illumination. And how we were able to reverse. Some of you have ever stood in front and, 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 and start to intercede and repent on your bloodline? You have never done that. But that will let be done. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray, I will hear from heaven and I will hear the Lord. Right now, I feel a strong release in my spirit. It is done. I feel, I feel a calm. I feel a calm. I feel it so calm. Beauty, 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 beauty in the name of the spirit. Beauty in your business, oh Lord. Beauty. 
Jesus, 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 Spirit of the living God. Thank you, Lord. Let the power of the highest come upon you right now. Jesus. Be fruitful, Jesus. I bless you right now. With every super blessing on my life. I bless you right now. Go and be fruitful. It's your time to shine. It's your time to rise. It's your time to shine. 
Lord, you are rising. Hey, I see you rising. The lights, your light is shining brighter and brighter and brighter onto a perfect day. I declare that in your life. Jesus, Father, I declare, I declare, Pale Mozata. Jesus, I pray over this man to the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, I pray, Lord, every virtue, every power, every anointing of my life. I declare it as I give you this mantle as a seal of power. You shall use this mantle. Take it, Juliet, right now. I declare, Father of our Lord and Savior.
That video I sent, right? I sent a lot of people. Now, you saw that those robbers have a lot in that shop, right? Now, I begin to pray. I was going to see that there is a certain kind of opposition that is going to come. That is because of your faith and because of your style. I don't get it. But what's happening is that, that before they even think of coming together, they will be already caged Amen. before time. Amen. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, but before they deploy in the realm of the spirit, because the spirit does not have yesterday, the spiritual realm is just there. So, we are going into eternity and we are declaring, I see that there is, there has been conspiracy that's going to come from high powers that be. But this is what the Lord is saying to you tonight. That anybody that shall rise, the person shall be stronger. Amen. Listen to it gets to a time. Listen. Hello. And time is going to come again. When we come here, you can get different kind of messages. You don't be praying for this because we have only locked things in the spirit. You get it. The Bible says that there are certain angels that has been has been caged with feathers of iron. They are waiting for them. They are waiting for hell. So before hell comes, they are already waiting. Tonight, we bind, I bind certain people and certain forces with feathers of iron so that they cannot carry out their enterprise over their life. So you know what God's going to do? God is securing you generationally. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord right now. Thank the Lord right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Father, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Next week, Friday. Next week, Friday, come with your pictures of parents. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come with your pictures of parents. We're going to be praying. It's going to be a half night. Right? Next week, we're going to come. It's going to be a half night. And we're going to pray. We'll pray. Hallelujah. We'll stand on behalf of our families. Because I hear the sound of victory. I, I hear the sound. That's why I changed the song because I heard the sound, so I began to sing the song. I was singing worship, but I just speak to pray. I feel that next week we get some nice drums. We just come and make a sound. Let the trumpet sound in Zion. So the trumpet is an announcement. Oh, we give you thanks. Just thank the Lord right now. For all.